From Boston University and BU Alumni Relations, welcome to Proud to Be You Around the World. I'm your host, Jeff Murphy, and this season, we're taking the podcast on the road to meet some of our most interesting and accomplished alumni navigating life and careers in cities across the globe. Today, it's my pleasure to welcome guest host Yuna Lee back to the podcast. Yuna and I work together in the alumni office where she oversees our efforts to keep alumni in Asia Pacific connected to BU and to each other. She's also a fellow Terrier, having earned her MBA from Questrom in 2014. Yuna, thanks again for hosting today's interview. Take it away. Thanks again for having me, Jeff. My guest today is Heji Byung. Heji graduated from the Pardee School of Global Studies in 2011. After her time at BU, Heji returned to South Korea and found her way to a career working in entertainment. Today, Heji is a licensing project manager at BigHit IP, where she finds meaningful ways to bring artists like BTS closer to their fans through licensed products, original content, and consumer experiences. Heji joined me on the podcast to share her story, and she identifies a few common threads between her current career and her childhood dream of becoming a Korean diplomat. Thank you, Heji, for joining us today. It's great to have you here. Hello, Yuna. Thank you for having me. So, Heji, what did you want to be when you grew up? I was born in Seoul, Korea, and ever since I was little, I wanted to become a Korean diplomat. As a little girl, it was most heartbreaking for me to see people around the world suffer from wars and conflicts. Even my own country, Korea, was in conflict between the South and the North, and it still is. To make things better, I thought what mattered wasn't about the weapons or military reinforcement, but more about the relations between countries. I wanted to be a diplomat who maintains the peace, not through military power, but through relationships. From there, working for the world peace and international relations became my greatest passion. And my mother, she used to show me how the big the world is and how much things are out there for me to experience in life. I thought, if I'm going to be a diplomat and work for the world peace, I should know better about the world. And I was only a sixth grader when I asked my parents to send me to overseas to study there. My mother believed in my maturity and supported me, but to my father, it was like a bolt out of the blue. I was eight years younger than my brother, so I was very little, especially to my father. And he thought it was too dangerous for me to go out there by myself without family. Well, I didn't think so. I knew I was quite little and I was going to miss my family a lot, but um, I thought it was something that I needed to endure for my dream because I had to physically experience and learn about the world. And I knew I was strong in mind and spirit, so if I stayed with good people and behaved, I thought I would be safe and fine. So my father kept saying no, of course, and but I kept persuading him for months. Finally, he gave me a deal. Okay, for the next one year, if you get full A's in your grades for all semesters, I will send you to New Zealand where your mother's good friend will be your host family. After a year, thank God I got the grades that I promised and my father had no choice but to keep his promise. So I had an amazing year in Auckland, New Zealand. Of course, I missed home a lot, but I adapted myself very quickly. 
I'm so thankful that I met a wonderful host family there. I became the pianist of a church I attended. I also made a lot of friends who are from all over the world. My English got much better than before, and I found myself wanting for more experience. At first, it wasn't my parents' plan to let me finish my education overseas, but I loved challenging myself and experiencing the new. I wanted to go to a college in the States, so for high school, I moved to New Jersey, and that's where I met another wonderful host family who was also a good friend of my family. I still thank God that I met a lot of kind and caring people on the way. Wow, you are a brave girl. So, Heji, when you think back to who you were during your time at BU and what you studied, would your former self be surprised to see what you're doing for work now? Why and why not? At high school, still, my dream job was a diplomat, and I was looking for colleges with good programs for international relations studies. Boston University had a prestigious program with great professors, and my parents were also happy for me to experience a historical and beautiful city like Boston. So at BU, I majored in international relations and minored in economics, dreaming to work for the world peace. I thought of myself in the future, even if I will have to stay up working all night every day, If that little sacrifice of mine could contribute even a little bit to the world peace and welfare, I believed I would still be happy even if it gets hard for me. So like that, I felt becoming a diplomat was my calling and my destiny. (laughs) So I never ever expected myself to be working in the entertainment or licensing industry today. It's really, really interesting how life can take you anywhere you never expected. That's true. So, Heji, can you tell the listeners how you decide what to do after finishing your degree at BU? Sure. After graduation from BU, I attended a language institution of a university in Beijing for three semesters to learn the Chinese language and experience the society and culture in depth. Um, it was because I wanted to be a diplomat specialized in China. Not only Korea and China are strongly linked geographically, politically, and economically, but also I found its growth potential and development very interesting. I could have gone through the study abroad program of BU, and I actually looked into it as BU had a really good study abroad program to China. But at that time, I was aiming to graduate just after my third year at BU, and I only had left with a few requirement courses to take. But BU's study abroad program in China didn't include my required courses for graduation. So I couldn't go on the study abroad program, but just waited until I could just go by myself after graduation. After three semesters in Beijing, I came back to Korea to start studying for the diplomat exam and also got into an internship at Turner Korea at the same time. Turner was a Time Warner company with many valuable international content brands like CNN News, Cartoon Network Animation, and so on. Well, at first, I just thought this internship would be a great opportunity for me to be more familiar with international affairs and current events, which could be a huge advantage as a diplomat candidate later. And I had no idea at that time that I would find this industry so interesting 
to pursue a career here instead. At first, I was a CNN marketing and PR intern who wrote and translated press releases on new features and programs of CNN International and supported the planning of CNN-branded merchandises. Later, I was officially hired as a sales assistant, and then I was promoted with an expanded role, including licensing and sales. I coordinated brand licensing and merchandising business, as well as brand collaborations for Cartoon Network originals like We Bear Bears, Adventure Time, The Powerpuff Girls, and so on. I loved working in the intellectual property and licensing business, as I believed it had a very strong power to connect different people from all over the world and create a new powerful culture out of itself. I realized I was enjoying the job so much and made a big life decision to choose this career over my old, old dream. That's awesome. That's fantastic. Thank you for sharing, Edgy. So currently, you are working for Bicket IP as a licensing project manager. Can you tell the listeners about the company and what exactly does a licensing representative do? Sure, yes. So from Turner, I moved and newly joined Bikit IP seven months ago. Bikit IP, as the name itself is pretty much self-explaining, manages and develops the original contents and intellectual properties based on the music and artists of Bikit Entertainment, which is a multi-label record company with artists including BTS. Bikit IP has a variety of businesses going on based on BTS and other artists. We have content business, including characters, animations, publication, webtoons, soap operas, and digital games. And we also have um, product businesses, including licensing, merchandising, and fashion. And we also have offline spatial business, for example, running pop-up stores in several cities in the world. Bikit IP develops our own original contents and aims to create various added values, utilizing our IPs and communicating with fans and consumers around the world. We deeply ponder on the development of the IP business, try to give fun to our fans and consumers, and pioneer the way that no other brands have gone through yet. Um, now I'm in the licensing business team, and currently managing BTS brand collaborations and licensing projects. For the listeners who may not be so familiar to what licensing is, a licensing representative lends its own brands or assets to partners who then utilize the assets to develop creative designs and apply the designs on their product lines to give the market a whole fresh and new experience. Our team has just been set up very recently, but um, some of the examples of brand collaborations and licensing deals that we have done so far are Starbucks, with whom we develop BTS-branded beverages, food, and merchandises, and Villa, with whom we launched BTS-branded apparels, footwear, and accessories, and Mattel, well-known for Barbie dolls with whom we develop BTS dolls, minifigure toys, and Uno game card decks. So, for example, when I'm trying to do a brand collaboration or license the BTS brand to a licensee, first, I try to find a great potential partner in certain product category, 
the category could be pretty much everything. Food, beverages, beauty, fashion, toys, electronics, stationery, you name it. Now, the partner I'm looking for not only needs to have its own high brand value, but also needs to match well with the characteristics of my primary customers, who are BTS fans, of course. We always want to work with partners who are open-minded and understand our fans. In other words, the partners who can share our brand philosophy together. After finding a right partner, we discuss on the deal terms such as what kind of products are we launching, what kind of BTS assets are we utilizing, and how many product types and volumes are we manufacturing, um, when are we going to launch the products, and for how long and where are we going to sell these. And what is the business projection and how are we going to manage the revenue share and how are we going to promote these products and so on. So then we work with the legal team to draft the contract and communicate with the design teams of both parties, trying to come up with trendy and competitive product designs that comply with both companies' brand guidelines. We also try to come up with designs that not only BTS fans, but also other general consumers would like to buy as well. So after when we design the product, um, we usually don't use BTS portraits, which is what any other artist can do, but we rather try the unique ways to represent BTS. Bikit IP has several style guides, including characters and BTS music themes. BTS characters, which our own internal R&D studio has developed, resemble each member of BTS in a very adorable and cute way. The fans love the characters, and when we first uploaded this BTS characters short dancing animation clip on YouTube, we got more than 23 million views on day two. On the other hand, BTS music-themed style guides incorporate the color palettes, the icons or the patterns of the clothing that BTS wear in their music videos. And also some keywords from the lyrics of the songs are developed into the artworks. BTS has a lot of hit songs that have more than 600 to 900 million views on YouTube, such as Fake Love, Idol, DNA, Mic Drop, and Boy With Love. And we internally developed the style guides based on these songs so that the licensee can utilize these assets for the collaboration or licensed products. So once the designs are confirmed, we cooperate with the marketing and PR teams to prepare for the successful launch, marketing, and promotions. After the launch, we keep track of the market response and performance to get our learnings for the better result in the next time. Although this requires a long time and a lot of efforts of many people to make it work successfully, I feel the whole process is so exciting and worthwhile. It definitely is. It's fascinating, Hechi. And you may heard that um, BTS is also very popular in the United States. And I believe, you know, lots of our uh, listeners are also interested in working in that uh, industry. So that said, I have a question. Do you need a music or a business background to work in the entertainment industry? Well, I would say that it's not a required background, at least within Bikit Entertainment, as long as you have a good understanding in the brands that you work for. 
um, Wicked aims for innovation in the music industry by creating a new business field through innovation in the customer experience and through expansion in value chains. So, for example, other than talent training and music production, the company runs a diverse range of businesses, including movies, documentaries, Korean language learning contents with BTS, character and animation, publication, soap operas, games, licensing and merchandising, and retail stores. And the company also operates an online platform called Weverse for direct communication between artists and fans, and an online commerce platform called Weverse Shop, where the worldwide fans can purchase artist-related merchandises. Just as the business sectors are so diversified, so are the backgrounds of the employees. We have people from not only music and choreography, but also from fashion, exhibitions, distribution, games, toys, movies, publishing, and so on. I would say that the company basically looks for people with all kinds of backgrounds. So sooner or later, I believe that music or business won't be a required background to work in the industry, not only just within Bikit, but within general music industry. Because this innovation and business expansion is just starting from Bikit, but eventually it will influence the overall music industry. That's good news. So I'd like to learn a little bit more about your, your job. What about your job makes you happy? What does your best day look like? Today, BTS is considered as not only a band, but also a cultural phenomenon. Um, I believe culture is a very influential soft power that draws the world's attention to one place. I'm happy and thrilled because I'm taking a part in creating a culture that the world can enjoy together. The outcomes of our combined efforts have a power to unite people around the world into one connected community, regardless of their nationality, ethnicity, gender, age, religions, and beliefs. In that sense, I somewhat think that my current job is not so much far away from what I long to work for as a diplomat, the happy world. And also, I feel so blessed to work and mingle so closely with my colleagues who have a huge spectrum of backgrounds and experiences. And my best day at work would be a launching day of a licensed product that I have been working on for months or even years. And I witnessed that the product is loved by the consumers worldwide. It would be mainly because of the feeling and satisfaction that my efforts have paid off by giving a little bit of joy and excitement to many people who might have been stressed out for many different reasons in their lives, which is very meaningful and worthwhile to me. Great. So now zooming out a little bit, what are the characteristics, not skills unnecessarily, that you feel are needed in your job or or, um, industry in order to be successful? I think working for the brand and IP business requires a good multitasking ability because we always deal with simultaneous cooperation with not only the counterpart of the partnering company, but also the legal, finance, design, marketing, PR teams, and so on, on a lot of different issues or topics, even just for one single project. 
And we don't manage just one project at a time. We always manage multiple projects at the same time. So we always need clear communication skills, ability to prioritize, and of course, the ability to read the trend that is very fast changing. But most importantly, I personally think that passion itself is usually the most important characteristic in order to be successful in any industry. Innovative ideas often come from passion for improvements and passion to make things more convenient and better. Great. So how do you stay sharp and keep up with needed skills and trends for your work and industry? Any influential books, podcasts, or other resources that you look to learn about coming changes? Um, sure. Um, thanks to the development of technology, Everything becomes available online just in seconds if something happens in the world. So I try to read a lot of articles online, especially for related market news and trends. Because my work, brand collaborations and licensing could be applied to many different fields of industries, I always need a broad knowledge for what's happening in all industries in general. So. I subscribe to a lot of companies and brands' newsletters and follow their social media accounts as well. Whether they are in fashion, accessories, beauty, food, beverages, toys, movies, platforms, or retailers, the newsletters and social media postings are always useful because they naturally reflect the newest trends in their own industries. Also, I strongly think that being active in human network is very important to stay sharp and keep up with the skills and trends. I love to meet with BU alumni, and I happen to get a lot of valuable information while talking to them because they are working in all different fields of industries. In, I'm also in the volunteer group for the BU Alumni Association of Korea. We call it um, BUAAK in short. BUAAK is a very active alumni community with events being held basically every month. Every year, we also gather with other alumni associations in Asia to take the network out of the country and further expand it overseas. It's such a blessing to have these active gatherings in which we are able to stay connected to each other, even years and years after the graduation, with this network being so informative for what I do. So I feel this global network that we have developed within BU is a very valuable asset for me. Great. Well, thank you for giving back your time and talent for BU Alumni Association, Hedgie. I'm truly grateful. What are some of the biggest differences you, you've seen in this uh, business and your uh, industry? I see that nowadays, the key word everywhere is customer experience. It's like the era of consumer experience in most in industries. And it's the same in this business at Bikit. But what I have noticed different in this group is that Bikit is not only customer-centric, but also always tries so hard to have a good-natured and positive influence on fans and consumers. Bikit, including the artists, is committed to the mission of music and artists for healing, meaning that we aim to comfort and inspire people around the globe. 
I feel that its empathy and positive message are one of the key reasons why its music is loved so much today. I'd like to learn about what's the typical career trajectory. What do you hope to accomplish in the next five to ten years? And most importantly, what will it take for you to do it? Well, um, like I mentioned, there are so many business sectors within the industry, and they are in a link to each other so closely. So there are hundreds of ways to develop the career. I've seen people who started their career in the consumer product retail business, move to a toy manufacturing brand, and then to a licensing business with animation IPs, and now managing the overall IP business, including the retail and digital. I've also seen people who started from a fashion brand who are currently managing the overall merchandising business of an IP. And I think rather than the career background, like where I started my career, what's important in developing a career path in this industry is a broad experience and a big clearer picture in my mind how so many business sectors are related and affect each other. So I can map out and plan ahead for what the next step in my career will be and seize the chance when it actually comes to me. After five years, I hope to have made several great brand collaboration examples that will long live in history of the industry and in customers' memory. And in the next 10 years, I hope to become an IP and brand business expert who has an accurate and wide insight into both domestic and overseas markets. For that, I need a lot to do and a lot to learn. But while I enjoy what I do through the way, I believe someday I'll wake up and realize that I have accomplished things that I wanted to. Great. This is our final question for today, Heji. What is the single biggest suggestion you would give to someone wanting to get into this line of work? Well, it's kind of embarrassing to make any suggestions because I still have a lot to learn from myself and I don't think I'm in a place to give advices yet. But if I still have to make one, I would say try to focus on the future of the industry. The entertainment industry or IP business is very fast changing and very sensitive to trends. It changes a lot, even just within a month. By the time you're done with your studies, degrees and stuff, the industry or the business might not look like what we are seeing today. So we need to try to look ahead and think about what we could improve to provide a better consumer experience and a better solution. If not us, somebody will be doing things somewhere to make that change, and that could switch pretty much everything. The sooner we figure out what to fix and what to improve, the more time we have to prepare for the emerging change. In other words, the world is always changing faster than we think. And what we need is an ability to prepare and well react to the changes, which is why we always need to be open-minded. Great. Thank you very much, Eji. Thank you very much for having me. Many thanks to Eji for joining me on the podcast and for all your work as a volunteer for the Alumni Association. 
if you are one of our 1,936 alumni living in South Korea and would like to be a member of our Facebook group, check out the link in the show notes of this episode. Great job, Yuna, and my thanks to Heji as well for being part of Proud to Be You. On behalf of everyone on the BU Alumni Relations team, thanks so much for listening to Proud to Be You. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review our podcast wherever you find your episodes. I'm Jeff Murphy, and no matter where your path takes you, be proud to be you. The Proud to Be You podcast is produced by Boston University Alumni Relations. Our theme is from Jump and APM Music. To learn more about Proud to Be You, visit bu.edu slash alumni slash podcast.